Have you built bonus structures in your salon? If not, today we're talking about how to master the art of building a bonus structure, all coming up on today's Profitable Salon Owner Podcast. Salon owners are some of the most amazing people on planet Earth. The only problem is sometimes their hearts are so big and they give so much of themselves to their staff and guests that it creates unintended consequences. Our goal is to change the industry by elevating the way the rest of the world sees salons, spas, and barbershops and give it the credibility that it truly deserves. This is the Profitable Salon Owner Podcast. Welcome to today's Profitable Salon Owner Podcast. On with me today is Doug Campbell. Hello, Doug. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you for being back on the show today. Last time we were on the show, we were talking, we talked about um, how to, what to do if your salon starts to hit a plateau. Um, last time Doug was on the show, but today we're talking about don't bonus structures. Um, I'm Kayla Swanson. I am your host. Um, and so let's get into it. So Doug, talk to me about like a bonus structure. Let's lay a little bit of groundwork of the benefits of a, bo- of a bonus structure. Like what would you say would be the purpose of people setting up a bonus structure? Um, I think the main purpose is you're wanting to reward people for getting to a certain place, but, and it, but it's not a guarantee. Uh, so there's a big difference between setting up a bonus because a bonus can have conditions put on it. Um, uh, if you're, if you're promising X amount of commission or X amount of pay for something, then you have to pay that regardless of whether the actual thing was hit or not. Um, so you have to say you know, it, the, the value of it is that you can get, reach a goal and then reward people for reaching that goal, but you're not obligated if the goal is not reached. Does that make sense? Interesting. So yeah, that does make sense. So when people are like, do you put in bonus structures? If like, would you recommend having a bonus structure no matter what? Like, do you think it's a universal thing that they should, you should have bonus structure as part of your business or if your salon's not doing well? Well, I think it, it should, I mean, I think it's a good part of your business just because it's, it's one of the things that you can, it helps to drive your business. So it motivates people to be able to reach a certain thing in order to unlock a bonus. Um, and say like our, mm-hmm. our retail, all of our retail payouts are based it's a bonus uh it's not they don't get a a, it's not a guaranteed commission that they get on retail it's that they have the opportunity to get a bonus on their retail sales um and then it's got all the conditions all the requirements in order to achieve that bonus uh being that you you have to show up to all mandatory meetings uh, you have to show up to trainings um if you have a write-up it could it could diminish how much your bonus uh, would be, so, but there's, it's all laid out. It's very clear. And that's why I think it does need to be extremely clear. They need to understand what it is, but it's to drive numbers for the business. And then, so as a business owner, you gotta look and say, what is it worth if we hit this? What would it be worth? What would I be willing to spend in order to hit this goal, this financial goal? And so then you'll know what your, what your structure needs to look like. Uh, but bonuses are just like I said, they're, they're not, it's not guaranteed. Uh, if you guarantee somebody something, if it's something that is an actual type of their pay, then that's their pay structure, period. Uh, but you can put bonuses in so that people can make, you give your, your staff an opportunity to make more money. If they perform uh, the way that you want them to perform, then they have the opportunity to put more money in their pocket. So it's a win-win situation. Nice. Now, do you do you start a bonus structure when you guys hire people on? Like when they first come in, you say, this is our bonus structure and they automatically, or do they have a certain level before they start to make the bonus? 
Now, well, like so somebody goes like, if a stylist goes onto the floor and they understand what the retail bonus looks like, they understand what they need to do in order to unlock that bonus, what the requirements are to unlock that bonus. Uh, so that's one that's set. Uh, the uh, sales desk, which uh, we don't call our, our people the front desk, uh, the sales desk, because we want to set the right context. Their, their, mm. their expectation is for them to sell. If you hire people as front desk, then they're expecting to think they're a receptionist. Um, and then they get mm. weird when you want them to sell stuff. Um, so we have things built in for them too, where there's, if they hit certain goals at the front desk then or sales desk, they can uh, get bonuses. There's bonus structures for that too. And bonuses, the other, the other advantage of bonuses, bonuses can come and go. Um, mm. You've got something set up where it's a, um, a type of pay than it is the type of pay. Um, it, it can't really change it, but you accept a bonus. Like you have a, a bonus for the month. Uh, you have annual bonuses. Like we'll do an annual bonus. If we hit certain uh, goals on, on total revenue and profit, then there's a bonus that we pay out at the end of the year to all the staff uh, based on how much time they've been with us. Uh, but there again, it's, wow. we have to hit certain goals in order for that to happen. And they all understand it, but that, drives the team to want to hit those goals. But like I say, it's, it's all about our, our good friend, the clear agreement. Um, if we mm. have clear agreements, then we don't have to worry about uh, there being, so what clear agreements do is they get rid of future upsets. So we want to make sure that we're clear. Everybody knows what they're driving for. It's not, it's not gambling. It's not rolling the dice, hoping I get this bonus or do it. They, they know what it's required to get their full bonus. And so then that drives them towards that. And if we don't hit it, we don't have to pay it. Yeah. Wow. So is there different levels to the bonus? Like, so say a, a first, first um, level stylist to the fourth level stylist or p different ranges of who sells how much, is it collaborative or is there different levels to it? People are on different pa paces. Uh, well, as far as the stylists go or service providers, it's not really, um, it's not different levels. They all basically have the same, uh, requirements of, of what they need to do in order to hit it. But uh, that now their goals inside of it would be different based on the levels, but their bonus structure is basically the same. Um, so don't really do it as far as like by, by level, the bonus really isn't different, but their, their numbers that they hit are different. So, you know, it's like the, the gross amount of retail sales that someone would sell would be different at level one and level six. Uh, but it. it's based off of RTS. So the RTS is a consistent measurement across the board. 20% RTS for a level six is significantly higher in dollars than it is for level one. Uh, but the bonus is still paid. The bonus is paid off the dollar. So it still works mathematically. Got it. Got it. So it just, it depends on how much they're making. So they, in a way have their own level because if they're not making as much as the level six, then yeah, that makes sense. So let's talk about when you started to, so did you have like a level system? At what point in your business did you have a, bon a bonus structure? Did you like say when you first started, would you recommend salons building a bonus structure if they're brand new? Yeah, we, we put it in, like I said, because you got to think about anytime, well, anytime you do anything in your business, you got to know why you do it. You don't want to do it just because, you know, Hey, I, I heard I should do this. And because a lot of people do in, in all sorts of businesses that I'm supposed to have this. So I create that um, like marketing. I'm supposed to market. So I market is like there's a difference in marketing and marketing the right way. 
Um, mm. Why you're doing it and what's the desired result that you're getting. So I think you need to look at how would a bonus structure help me reach my goals as a business? And then what would a bonus structure be that would really motivate my staff to help reach those goals? And so mm. you put that in. Think about it, like I said, with a bonus, you can put almost any conditions you want to on a bonus. Um, so it can be about, you know, they, like I said, it could be about they, they have to attend all, all mandatory meetings. They have to attend all education uh, because that's important. So if we want, yeah. we want to um, promote that, then we put that as part of our bonus structure. Um, that, and there again, it's got to be clear. They got to understand it. So if I want to do my full, get my full bonus, then I, have, I need to show up to these meetings. Uh, because they're yeah. going to help them perform better. If they do that, they're going to perform better. And one thing helps the other, but it puts the motivators in the yeah. right place. Um, wow. Yeah. Cause we've talked before in a number of podcasts and times where about the difference between internal and external motivations is definitely feels more of a external motivation of, I want these res- desired results. So I'm going to motivate externally for the stylist to show up for the things and to perform the way that I want them to perform. Um, so that's really cool. So let's talk a little bit about um, in building a bonus structure what are some key elements like because i know that we don't do anything cookie cutters there's no one size fits all so let's talk about the like the shell of somebody is listening in and they want to build their bonus structure what are some key elements that they need to process and and consider i know we kind of talked about it a little bit on knowing why but let's go a step further yeah so i think the the thing to look at is what what metric on my business do i need to move what's a metric that needs to be Mm -hmm. moved and then once i identify what that is then i say okay what what bonus structure could I use that would move that, right? Mm-hmm. So then, I, so I guess I just sit down and play with the numbers and say, okay, if I got if I wanted to get my RTS to thirty percent, then what would that look like? What would I be willing to pay out in order to get that? Because mm-hmm. so it's, it's always got to make sense. Though. So because so, sometimes people will do it based off feelings or they're again like mm-hmm. I'm supposed to, but it all needs to be. What's the desired result that you're looking to get? Um, and there again, that's one reason why I like bonuses is because you can always stay, change a bonus structure. You just have to let people know, or yeah. it doesn't make sense anymore. Or if no one's hitting the bonus, there again, that, that's not a very good bonus. If if no one's yeah. qualifying to get it, because uh, it doesn't matter if you say, well, there's there's a million dollar bonus available to you here at our salon. But if it's a, no one's hitting it, then it may as well not exist. So you have to make sure, you know, like think about a, a train and a train coupling to another car. If it doesn't pull all the way back in the cup coupling connect, then it's not going to pull anything forward. So you want to make sure that the, what needs to be done in the reward connect so that everything moves forward. So that's part of the architecture of a good bonus system is that it's achievable and people see the reward, people can get it. So then, other people want to get it. Now it shouldn't be super easy to get either. Mm-hmm. It's not something that should be, it, it's, it needs to be a push, but it has to be achievable. That way you get momentum yeah. and get moving. Cause as soon as one person sees someone get it or sees someone doing well with it and they're like, okay, I can do that. I mean, cause you know, they're mm. smart and they can do it. So I can do it. Yeah. So that's, that's the, the trick like a chain reaction. Like, yeah, I see. I like that. So you got to find the balance. So how, like, cause you said it's changing and evolving. How, how much has your personal bonus structure evolved and changed over time? Cause you've been, you've had a salon, what, 18 years? Uh-huh. Um, 
we've got two salons in a barbershop. By the way, it's uh, a barbershop structure is different than a salon structure. Uh, mm. So that is one of the things you, when we opened the barbershop, we had to redo it because the the desired results and just the, the, the nature of the beast is different in a barbershop than it is in a salon. So you have to there again, go back and analyze what, what do I want to happen? And then what's achievable for them where they can reach their bonuses. What's, what's going to work, what's going to move things forward as a company. Um, so, I mean, those are the things that as things change and as things evolve, um, I think you've got to look at things differently. Um, I'm a big proponent of it's, it's, and being a business owner, you need to be a puzzle master. Uh, oh. What I what I mean by that is you got to be able to put the pieces of the puzzle together to make it work, and understanding that that puzzle could change. Somebody could change the the pieces on you in a heartbeat. Uh, so if it changes, then you've got to as a as a puzzle master, you've got to be able to put that new puzzle together. Uh, you don't get mad about it. You don't get, well, you can temporarily be upset. It's okay to be upset for a moment, but then you need to get over <laughs> it and figure out how do I, how do I put this puzzle back together? And that's where bonuses can really help. Bonuses are a key part of that. It's like, okay, now where do I need to put the bonus part to make this puzzle work? But you know, like a, a recession could come in, you know, I don't know, something crazy like a pandemic could happen. Um, oh man. <laughs> imagine. Um, so whenever that happens, you've got to be able to say, okay, the, the pieces of the puzzle just shifted. So now then I've got to, as a business owner, figure out how to put it back together. And that's one of the things like, you know, with the High Performance Salon Academy, that, that working inside of a community of people and having that group think, um, you got a lot of people working on the same puzzles. So it's, mm. it moves you forward quicker than being out there by yourself trying to do it. But that is, in my yeah. mind, a key component is, You've got to be the puzzle master, and it doesn't matter what it is. You got it's a, if the laws change, you know, okay, the law changed on that. How do I still win? So it's understanding the rules of the game and playing it well. You know, there there's things that you can do to change the rules, but you got to follow the system to change the rules. You can't just say, "Well, I don't like that. I'm just going to do it my way." Well, yeah, you can end up in jail that way. So <laughs> we want to make sure that we're doing things correctly. Um, but the thing is, is how do you win under any environment? That that's, mm. that's the ticket because I will guarantee you, there's one thing I can guarantee you in business, things will change. And it's your ability to adapt and what you have put in place, how you handle it. Um, Cause it's, even people talk about, you know, like, like we have business and part of a consulting company and all that stuff. People sometimes think, Oh, your business must be perfect. It's not perfect. We still have issues. We still have problems. We still have people leave. We still have all those things. What's yeah. different is how we handle it. That's what's different. Mm. Like when we're talking about bonus structures, it's important to see that as a tool as to how to handle things inside of your business. Mm. I love that. Yeah, because the puzzle pieces of connection between your business and the employees and the motivation and the, yeah, the large, the bigger picture of like, okay, what do I need accomplished? How do I need to instill this? What's, you know, who's, who's my team, that kind of thing. So I know that if you're probably listening, you're probably wondering like, okay, just tell me how to do it. Tell me how to build my bonus structure based off numbers, all that stuff. But it's not really what we do here. We don't do any cookie cutter solutions. It's very dependent on your area. Like, like Doug said, your laws in your area. And so if you want individual help and we could look, take a look at your salon and help you build an individual bonus structure, comment bonus structure 
in the chat. Um, if you're listening, then message us anywhere. And um, we'd love to walk you through individually your bonus structure. But this is more of guidelines. And we're talking about how to just um, – how to like the the shell of what to think about and what to consider and the importance in finding your why in your bonus structure. Um, so we're going to take a commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to communicate with your staff, how to shift, um, and then more on how to build bonus structures. So stick with us. We'll see you in a second. Hey, HPSA listeners. Let me ask you this. Are you tired of not knowing what your hair color is costing you on every appointment and watching it chew up your profit? Well, with Salon Scale, we take the guesswork out for you. Using a mobile app paired with a Bluetooth scale, Salon Scale will tell you exactly what your color is costing you on every bowl mix down to the ground. As you mix, Salon Scale will also digitally store your formulas and track how much product is being used in real time. So you can manage your inventory, cover your expenses, and generate more profit in your salon. Use promo code HPSA10 to get 10% off an annual subscription. Salon Scale, the new standard for mixing color. Welcome back to the Profitable Salon Owner Podcast. All with me here is Doug Campbell. We have been talking about bonus structures um, and talking a lot about building like the shell of it and like the, the intention of why, key components, what to process, what to think about, and the connection between what you need as a business and how to motivate your staff. Um, so Doug, I want to ask you um, as we're coming back, what are some other ways to motivate your team? Because I know money is an obvious, yeah, like, you know, give them, give them payouts, but what would be some other ways, some other incentives to a bonus structure that you a salon could offer. I mean, you can bonus things like you know, uh, vacation days, um, different things mm-hmm. like that that they could could qualify for. And there again, you know, if they've got to hit certain requirements, so you guys, what what are requirements that are beneficial to the business and beneficial to the stylist? Uh, because mm-hmm. sometimes people don't always do what's best for them, but whenever they're motivated then they will do what's best for them. Then one thing feeds the other. Uh, so you got to think mm. about when you're, when you're doing it, what are things that would motivate someone to take some of these extra steps and improve themselves and improve their skill level, uh, improve their ability to work with others? What are things that we could do that would uh, put that in? So if you want them attending, if you do above and beyond things, you know, is there another, another level to the bonus system for people that participate in extracurricular things that get, you know, extra certificates that do those types of things. Um, so you always got to look, what's that bonus look like? And like I said, everything about bonus, it's not permanent. Uh, so you give somebody a permanent increase in their commission or in their hourly pay. Um, there can be struggles with that. Uh, Cause I know sometimes yeah. we bump a commission for this or that. It's like, so put it on a, a bonus structure so that there are still things need to be hit on a continuous basis in order for it to do. I think one of the things too, and communicate one, make sure everybody fully understands it. So your bonus system needs to be clear and simple. Uh, It can't be complicated and convoluted because people just gray over. And if you don't know what the cause and effect is, then you're going to struggle to do it. It's kind of like playing the lottery. You know, it's like, I I buy a ticket and I see if I win. Um, you know, if I do work and I see if maybe if, if I, a bonus shows up on my check, then woohoo, I did something. I don't know what I did. Uh, so you want to make yeah. sure they understand it so they know how to impact it. Uh, the other thing that I would say is important about bonuses is celebrating people that get them. So you want to celebrate, mm-hmm. maximize their bonus uh, because, there, again, people don't know that it's possible 
then they won't run for it. But they start seeing people inside your private Facebook group or you know whatever uh, platform you're using. Um, if they see people celebrated inside of that for hitting it, they're like, "Wow, you know, I, I could do that." So it, it doesn't need to be yeah. it doesn't need to be a secret. Um, it needs yeah. to be you know promoted, and then you got to make sure that you have clear agreements that everybody that you know if you hit it we want to celebrate you is that okay um because some people may get worried about well i don't want people to know i made another nine hundred dollars last month yeah yeah that was going to be my next question is yeah do you you keep it very open like the whole bonus structure and people racing for it or working towards it like do you keep it a very open transparent um thing yeah I mean, because it works better that way um mm. i mean it's just like you think about if you have own a restaurant too, so let's say if I have a restaurant and it's got great food, but no one knows about it, I don't tell anybody about it, mm -hmm. then no one's going to come and enjoy the food, and the restaurant's probably not going to be successful. Um, so yeah. if you got if something good is going on, you need to let people know so they want to participate in it. So if you've got a bonus structure, you want to be able to celebrate people there again. It's important that people are actually hitting the bonuses because you can't celebrate something mm -hmm. that's not happening. That goes back to, you know, make sure that it's something that is actually achievable. And then the other part to it is it's got to become part of your, um, your coaching, wherever you're coaching your team is you've got to be able to coach them to what it would take for them to maximize their bonus. What would it look like? And then what would it look like if they maximize their bonus this year, all the way across, what would that look like for them? What would that, what would that mean for life? What would that mean for their family? Um, those types of things. And by the way, what does not exist in booth rental world is a bonus structure. So there's another advantage. Commission-based only. Well, well, I mean, usually employee-based because it's not for a um, booth rental salon owner. It's not, it's hard for them to they get rent. So the rent's not going to go up if you get certain things. So why would I bonus you for doing well? I just <laughs> pay your rent. Um, so that and and that's the difference. That's funny. I know with all the push of going between booth rental and, and commission-based salons, and there, I think some commission-based salons get in the delusion that, oh, well, booth rental salon would be so much easier. Because And uh, I've got some friends that own them, and they're like, it's not easier. They have people coming and going all the time. They have, they're not happy. They'll break their contract and leave, and then you've got to try to pursue it. And it, it's expensive yeah. to make someone stay in their contract. Um, and, yeah, it's a – it's. It's not and grass isn't greener on the other side for a stylist yes, or for a owner. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a that's crazy. Um, it's a good, it's a very solid point because I know it's a big, it's a big topic in the on our world of what's better commission versus booth rent. Um, so I want to talk about um, getting their buy-in or how do you recommend like deciding on the bonus structure and then offering at your staff or like, do you think that a good collaboration, like what are your thoughts on collaborating with your team on building it versus just building it and telling them what's going to happen? Okay. I'm not a fan of all of building it and telling them what's going to happen. Cause that's uh, what we call leadership 1.0. Uh, that's, that would be a, my idea thing. I want it to be a, our idea. Uh, so it's one of the things we recommend is that you mm -hmm. have a leadership team put in place. Uh, you know, we want a code of honor and a leadership mm -hmm. team put in place right off the bat. There's a specific way that, you know, we recommend to do that. Um, it'll be customized to your salon, but we have a process that we like for you to follow to make that work. Reason being is that leadership team then becomes, acts like an advisory board. So if you don't have a, a bonus structure and or you think about changing something in your salon, you would go to that group of people first and hash it out with mm -hmm. them 
of because that's a smaller group. It's a good cross section there in the trenches in your salon. Um, so they're going to have good input and then you create it together and then it's our idea and then you present it to the team as our idea. Um, and it, it, things go much, much smoother uh, using that process um, of taking it to them first, having them poke holes in it, taking their, and they may have great ideas. I mean, I would not run my business without our leadership team because there, there's so many great ideas that come from them uh, that I just don't, I don't see because you know, you're busy running the business and going and you don't, you may not see everything, but getting that input um, yeah. is extremely valuable. So I, yes, I would definitely recommend that you have a leadership team and you do it the right way. And it's uh, a leadership team. It's not a management team. Uh, people confuse that. Mm. Uh, leadership, that uh, you can have a, a new person that's been with you six months could be on your leadership team. Uh, and we talked to you about kind of like what the principles are behind who you need to look for to be on there. But it's a very valuable piece of your business. Um, and even if you're small, you need to start with a couple of key people uh, that you can bounce things off of. And it's on the yeah. extenuation of that, then that becomes a, um, that's a breeding ground for future shareholders for your business. Once they've gone through leadership, yeah. leadership for a while, those are the ones that would be you know, you tap on the shoulder for becoming shareholders. Yeah. They say it takes a village. And I think that's true for business as well. That like, yeah, you build a business and having one other business owners surrounding you. And then also having inside of your business, people who yeah, you rise up to lead and to take ownership and to start take positions in, in your salon and your business, whatever it is that they can just one. Yeah. Because there's everybody's mind has a different different thought like there's so much strengths and people and so building that leadership team has a lot of benefits um i love that so let's talk a little bit about um people who are listening and they don't have a bonus structure and they're wanting to start to implement it how would they get that ball rolling like okay this is what i want now you talked about like consulting your business or your leadership team so where would they begin so like oh i don't have any kind of bonus structure where would they begin I think the place to begin is is to figure out what metric you want to move. What's the most metric that What's the most important metric that you want to move inside of your business? And so then I'd be mm. right down. Okay, so what would motivate people? And if you got some key people, and you go in the beginning, you can start sitting down and say, "What do you think would be a good motivator?" And then you could do the numbers. If I got this metric to X, you know, what would I be willing to pay out to make that happen? Um, mm. Then it's, it's clear, and then you would implement it. Now, I would say, you know. Start small uh, and build from there. Start small, get a couple wins, get some people used to it, and then you know grow it from there. Love that. How would you recommend communicating to your staff? Like once you're starting to build your bonus structure, and and we talked earlier about your leadership team, and then taking that to the rest of the team and saying this is what we built. How would you go about communicating with the rest of your staff about it? Well, the key part in that communication is this: is something great for them. Right. Mm -hmm. The context is always going to be what's in it for them because they may love and care about you as a person, but they don't really care about how well the business does because that's, that's you. That's not them. Um, so you got to make sure you can mm -hmm. say, well, we need, we really need to grow retail. So we're going to give you all a bonus system to be able to grow our retail. That wouldn't be the way that you'd want to present. It. You'd want to present and say, look, um, we know that you all have financial goals and family goals that you want to get to. So we've created a structure to help you reach more of those goals. So this is how you would unlock that for yourself. Hmm. So that feels completely different. Like, yeah. Like get them to 
come up with some goals that they want to achieve and like, hey, we're building this, like write down some goals that you want for yourself that you want to achieve and together we're going to get there. Right. So you know, what's what's the amount of money? What would be some dollars that you'd like to make? And it's like, I can show you with this bonus system how you can make that happen. But it's got to be for, for them and yeah. their life and how does it make that happen? Because like our, our underlying philosophy inside the salon is our job is to make people that work for us wildly successful. Because what I know, yeah. if I have a bunch of people working for me that are wildly successful, then the salon is by default successful. Um, whenever, if I'm approaching that, how can I squeeze every little bit out of these people, then that's not a very good, in my mind, a very good business structure. Um, so yeah. I, I, I just look for it's how do I make everybody wildly successful and not about how do I squeeze every penny out of everything? Uh, because one's much more enjoyable too. It's yeah. a much more enjoyable life to for be sure. watching people grow and become what they really deserve to become than it is. Uh, how can I squeeze more out of these people? Um, that, that just yeah. philosophies. I think that's a huge like reflection and like the attitude that you take with your business is what reflects inside your business. So if your business is not doing very well, a lot like we've talked about it a lot, like sometimes you got to check yourself and be like, okay, where, what attitude do I bring this or what, what mindset do I have and why your business may not be successful at the moment? Because yeah, if you're squeezing people for what they have, or you're just working them harder, be like, sell more retail, then you're going out of at it the wrong way and not getting the buy-in from the people and making sure that you're also creating successful people because they're trying to make a living and build their own life as well. Um, I love that. Let's talk really quick about um, some do nots. Like what are some hard don't do's when building your bonus structures? What are some red flags that you'd be like, don't do this? Uh, one, you've got to make sure that it's profitable for the business. Um, if it's not, it's going to kill the business. It, it can't be something that when you pay out the bonus that the business goes negative. So that's number oh. one. You've got you've got to run the numbers and make sure that it's moving the business forward. Because that is a mistake that people make. They'll do something because it feels good, sounds good, all that, but they didn't really crunch it and say, is it really getting us where we want to get? So that that's the biggest yeah. thing that you need to look for. And do, it, making sure that it's simple and that it's clear, uh, that it's clearly laid out. People know how to achieve it. Um, and when I say simple, I don't mean easy. I mean simple to understand. That it's not complicated. There's not, you know, there's no algebra involved. Um, that it's it's simple for them to understand. You know, how do I do it? Um, and then, but it should be a challenge for them to be able to get it. It's the reason it's a bonus. Yeah, it's because it, it's a it's a reward for pushing yourself. I love that. Nice. I love how you said to make sure they understand it because you want them to one, be able to know how to get it. And not like you said, not just look at their paycheck. Like, Oh yeah, I did get it. Know exactly what they did to make it happen. Cause then it motivates them to keep going. And then a big one I want to make sure we reiterate is the symbolism of when they do reach their bonus, making it a bigger deal if, if they're okay with that and making it like a celebration and very forward in your salon so that everybody knows like, Oh man, they got that bonus. I want to, I can get that bonus too and make it very reachable um, as you start to build your bonus structures in your salon. So once again, if you have a bonus structure and you want to revise it, if you want help with your bonus structure, you want somebody to look at it, comment bonus structure in the chat um, or reach out to us if you're listening in. Um, we would love to help you with your bonus structure, give you some tips and tricks um, and some tools in order to build a very successful bonus structure for your salon. So thank you, Doug. This has been really insightful and really fun. Um, thanks for sharing your wisdom with those listening. Um, and I can't wait to have you next time on the Profitable Sonar podcast. Um, thank you for being here. Yep. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Nice. All right, everybody. See you next time on the Profitable Sonar podcast.
Nice. Thanks, Dad. You've been listening to the Profitable Salon Owner Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a review, and check us out at ProfitableSalon.com for more episodes, content, and to help you turn your salon into the business you've always dreamt of.